Drum roll. Last oh, one of the too year. Too late. I hit it. Last one of the year. Can you believe it? It's, it's mad. But it's like episode 36. Something like that. Something like that, right? I'm going to have to check now. Yeah. Hang on. It's in the 30s, which is... Definitely, definitely in the 30s. Amazing. Yeah. That's great. Uh, this will be 36. 36. 36. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I like it. I like it a lot. We've spoken about some stuff. We really have. We're not going to recap. No. We're going to just keep I can't rolling. really remember. <laughs> Too high, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's just we talk about... I mean, hopefully it's useful to other people, but ultimately we hopefully. talk about stupid shit. Yeah. And just hope some of it sticks. Yeah. So um, <laughs> talking of stupid shit, this is a genuine question. Um, From the public. No. It was, it was um, inspired as a... We're going to have to talk about this on, on the podcast. Um, I probably can't get away with it. You can't. Uh, <laughs> so it came up in topic that one of our breakfasts was obviously some leftovers, right? Because mm-hmm. we're close to Christmas, mm-hmm. so you get leftovers. So pigs in blankets. Yeah, right? That sounds amazing. What's Brussels, wrong with this? Brussels sprouts. What's wrong with this? Where's uh, the story going? Cauliflower, broccoli, yeah. like... Mm. Bit of gravy, save the gravy. Bit of gravy, Ooh. yeah. And and so uh, the charge, the accusation was that <laughs> that's not very healthy. But you just ate it for dinner, and you're like, sorry, yeah, pigs in blankets. That's not healthy. I was like, so a normal sausage without the blankets, fine. I was like, okay. <laughs> so my question was, well, what's a healthy breakfast then? <laughs> and the response was. Crunchy nut cornflakes. Yeah. yeah, but that's a. It was a genuine response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I'm kind of a little bit of a ghast, and and I'm thinking. That's so you think crunchy nut cornflakes yeah, yeah. is healthier yeah. than pigs in blankets? Yeah. Some vegetables. Mm. Yeah. Pardon. Well, it seems like most people's argument to that is, well, that's breakfast stuff, and you're eating dinner stuff, and then my kind of throwback to that is the body doesn't know. It just knows it needs like energy. Yeah, so it's just looking for energy. It doesn't pigs. care yeah. what it is. But like my, my pigs in blankets are from the local butcher. Like they're re, they're pretty decent. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm sure you can get terrible pigs in yeah, blankets. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Like a Richmond. Yeah. Wrapped in some form of fault bacon. Yeah. yeah. But the ones I get are pretty decent. Yeah. With some vegetables. Yeah. And it just blows my mind that someone could think that was unhealthy yeah. for breakfast. It's just because it's not breakfast. So in someone's mind, you're like, <sighs> it's leftovers. So they see it as like a leftovers thing. But if it's healthy enough to eat for dinner, why is it not healthy enough to eat for breakfast? And then ultimately, why does it actually care? Like, why does it matter? Mm. But then we look at food very differently to other people. So we would look at it in terms of like, what have we been doing? What are we going to be doing? Mm. What does the body need to support either what's come or what's going to be coming? Yeah. So we just look at it differently. But you're also fully prepared to have like a hamburger for breakfast. Yeah. Which blows people's minds. I'm yet to do it because I just have not done it. Mm. Um, but that sounds amazing. Oh. It sounds so much better than a bowl of cereal. Yeah. But then I guess loads of people are probably, their, their bodies are so like stressed anyway. Yeah. When it comes to breakfast time, they're not hungry. They're just eating because they kind of know they have to. Yeah. Which I, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally. But then they're just going to send themselves on a sugar rush and feel worse 
than they already do in yeah. about an hour. Yeah. So they'd be better not eating anything and just kind of like fasting until lunch. Mm. But then that's got its own problems. Yeah. I mean, you know, Christmas day breakfast, right? In my house, eggs mm. Benedict. Mm. It doesn't take that long to no, do. No, it doesn't. So yeah, toasts and muffins, mm. keep them warm in the oven. Mm. Whilst you're toasting muffins and prepping those, you're boiling up the water. Mm. Do you and put then, vinegar in your water? Yeah, salt, oh, okay. vinegar, yeah. Yeah. whisk it round. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you drop the egg in while it's like whirlpooling. Yeah, so you, yeah. you if if you're doing, so I was doing multiple eggs in the mm. same pan. Mm-hmm. So you crack, yeah, so you crack the eggs into another vessel gotcha. first. Gotcha. So you're not pouring from the egg, you're pouring from like mm. a cup or something. Mm. Then you can just follow the swirl. Yeah. So Did you, you use the Despicable Me mug? That seems like the perfect size for decanting eggs. No, I use, do you know, the our big coffee cups, the broad ones. They're not very, they're yeah, not yeah, very deep, yeah, they're very wide, yeah. those ones. Okay. Because they've got a nice handle and you yeah, can just yeah. gently pour. Okay. Yeah. Nice. But it doesn't take that long then to... It doesn't. You know, I fed four, like, rapid. Mm-hmm. Smoked salmon, yep. bosh bash bosh. Yeah. Bit of spinach. Yeah. Happy days. Yeah, it looked great. It looked super, like, fresh and colourful and just it looked like a really good breakfast. It was. Um, yeah, I don't understand why people, I don't know, just like mentally, they're like, no, you can't have that for breakfast. It's not breakfast. Mm. You know, but it's food. Yeah. Body doesn't know. Just eat. Body's not like, mm, no, you can't have that. That's like a mental blocker. Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting. Yeah. You don't even, I, you know, you don't need to eat that much either. No. I'm always taken back by like, if I go around to yours for dinner or something, the portion size that you give me, I'm like, in my head, it's like, that's not enough. But then I'll eat it and I'll be like, that was the perfect amount of food. <laughs> like, I'm ne- I never feel stuffed at yours and I never feel hungry. But initially when I look at it, I'm like, that's not enough. It's cheapskates. <laughs> it's kind of what I th- thought the first time around. But again, I was like, no, you obviously know something that I don't know or something. So I tried it and yeah. I was like, no, I'm full. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. I'm great. Mm. So yeah, eating at yours has made me reevaluate how much I actually put on the plate. That's interesting. Am I eating past? He's so polite. You've never said. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but like, if I'm at home, am I eating just because mm. like I'm used to seeing such a full plate? Yeah. Or do I actually need that much food? Yeah, yeah. And you actually think about like how big is the stomach? And although it grows and it'll like cram some stuff in there, is yeah. that healthy? Yeah. Are you then delaying or um, like influencing your digestion? in a negative mm. way by having too much food in there because yeah. then the ratio of like food to stomach acid would be thrown off and yeah. it's really interesting like the dinner plates we use aren't very big no we have some large dinner mm. plates mm-hmm. and <laughs> if we ever like serve food on those it looks ridiculous yeah because you're like especially because you use a dessert so fork <laughs> you also use a dessert fork so you're like obviously the ratio of fork to plate is also thrown off yeah yeah the only time like our plates look massively full is Christmas Day. Yeah. Because you've got 20 dishes of stuff anyway. Yeah, you do. Oh, I'll have a bit of that, bit of that, bit of that. Mm. Before you you look back at your plate and it's piled on. Mm. Holy crap. But then you go all day to just slowly... Digest it. But also just like nibble away at it. You don't, you have to eat that whole plate there and then. You can take your time. You yeah. can, everything's a bit slow on Christmas. Yeah, big time. Um, we made leftover Christmas Day lunch pies. Ooh, yum. So like everything in there. So mm. we, we did lamb on Christmas. Mm-hmm. So the uh, lamb in the pie, uh, potatoes in the pie, mm. Brussels sprouts in the pie, gravy mm-hmm. in the pie, mm-hmm. and then gravy on top as well. But as a like pie combination, 
Christmas Day lunch yeah. in a pie. Yeah. Oh, it winning. Was, it was delicious. Yeah. It was actually delicious. Leftovers are great. Mm. Just need to know what to do with it. You do. And not be scared of it and eat them. And mm. Sometimes the leftovers aren't great, but like nutritionally they would be great. Yeah. So you've just got to get over the yeah. mouth pleasure bit and yeah. just suck it up. That's why it's it. great in a pie. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't make the pastry though. No one ever makes the pastry. Mm. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Not even the butcher makes the pastry. He buys the pastry in. He does. So. Yeah. We, we sometimes make the pastry. Mm. It's not that difficult. It's not. It's a time thing. It's a time thing. Because you kind of have to let it rest enough between doing stuff. Bashings. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you do. It depends what type of pastry you're going for as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pies, they were good. Yeah. We're almost at that horrible time of year when the entire nation signs up to gyms. Yeah. And <laughs> n- never uses them. Yeah. And then ultimately goes back into the hole that they're currently in, but deeper because they tried to get healthy and it didn't work. So they like revert back yeah. to the old habits and stuff. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I think to see people's new year's resolutions with the current state of the world, because there's still that sort of uncertainty mm-hmm. and whatever, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Working, working in a gym in the new year is a, mm. not fun. No. But even being like a visitor to a gym, mm-hmm. if you if you go all year round and then all of a sudden you try and go in January, you're yeah, like, no. well, I don't know what it's like now, but it used to be like that when yeah. I was a member of a gym. Yes. Yeah. But that's going to be interesting. Yeah. But then it also raises loads of questions of people are obviously going to start working out. Mm-hmm. They haven't worked out for ages. They're mm-hmm. probably going to maybe push the body a little bit too far and the risk of injury is quite high. And yeah. ultimately that's going to set people back as well. But yeah. So question that I had for you before we started um, recording this was um, how can, say someone gets injured mm. and they, they want to go get some treatment. So let's say it's like a chiropractor because mm-hmm. a chiropractor is a great way of, I guess, just pushing the body back to where it kind of should be. Mm-hmm. So they've had a fall or something like that and they're dealing with some stuff. If someone's never been to a chiropractor, mm. how do you pick a good one? Hey. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, So obviously referrals are, typically you would trust a referral. Yeah. Um, The kind of questions I'd probably want to find out is how long is generally a treatment window? Mm. Like what am I, what are we going to get? 15 minutes, 20 minutes, Mm. half an hour. How long are we getting? Um, You'd expect on your first visit to get an assessment, Mm -hmm. not necessarily with x-rays. I don't necessarily think taking x-rays is essential for chiropractic work. Um, I'm not a fan of signing up to treatment plans for chiropractic work either. Because that's just locking you into something that you may not need. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I, I would probably say, you know, my advice would be avoid treatment plans. Because whilst you're going to get advice in terms of how many treatments you need, it's your body. You know how it feels. You know how it feels after you've had treatment. Mm -hmm. Um, So don't be sold. Mm -hmm. Um, And to some degree, the longer the better in terms of the treatment window. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you don't want it to be a rush job. Like You don't want to just go in and a quick 15-minute turnaround, Mm -hmm. bish, bash, bosh, and back out again. Mm -hmm you want to feel like they're listening to you and just mm. taking it into a little bit of a time window. Yeah. yeah. Would, would it be quite normal for a chiropractor to suggest 
strengthening exercises off the back of a session? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. I would say you'd be getting some advice. Okay. Limited, but some advice. Yeah. 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 Again, they, they d- generally don't work in a very long window mm-hmm. time frame. So they want to get you in, yep. get the treatment happening. Yeah. Maybe give you some advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would someone who's new to treatment and chiropractic work, for example, tell whether or not it's actually working? Because um, I think most people's misconception is they're just getting taken for a ride mm. because of some businesses that do the x-ray thing and then scare you into a treatment plan based on the results. Yeah. You're always, you know, typically after treatment, you're going to feel a little different. Yeah. Like immediately. Yeah. yeah. Now that might not be a positive different. Mm. You're going to feel different. Yeah. Um, Because everyone reacts differently. Mm. But you should, I I think you should feel different to treatment. Okay. Good or bad doesn't Mm. mean to say it was good or bad. Mm. It was just your body's reacting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then normally, you know, you sort of, a couple of days, Mm -hmm. you should, I think you should start to feel better. But again, the chiropractor is going to, hopefully going to just be a genuine, honest person and Mm. say, look, you're going to need a couple of treatments Mm. or I need to. I need to see you maybe for two or three treatments mm-hmm. off, off out the gate and then we'll reevaluate mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. see how you get on. Um, but be, not be overly pushy with it. Okay. Yep. Okay. But you should, you should feel different to treatment. Okay. But that might not necessarily feel good. Yeah. Because you, you're being readjusted. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes that can be quite a shock to the body. Mm-hmm. How, how can someone tell if like a pain symptom is actually skeletally linked or is it a physical manifestation of a psychological problem? Uh, hmm. So my example would be pain in one knee. Yep. To me, that would be skeletally linked because it's only one knee mm-hmm. where psychological manifestation is normally, I think, well, I would expect them to happen in both knees. Mm. So like gut issue or the inability, you don't feel like you're moving forward in life kind of thing. Yeah. How would someone tell? Yeah, I don't think you can. You'd have to go for treatment and if it doesn't get any better then, or you'd have to kind of maybe attack it from all sides. All sides, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of a big ask for someone who's new to treatment. Yeah. Because that's a lot. There's, that's a lot a, of, a, there's a lot of faith, you know, with yeah. treatments, treatments of any kind. Yeah. You know, you go to your dentist, you're, yeah. there's a level of faith. Yeah, the dude's got skill. Mm. Otherwise they wouldn't be a dentist. But at mm. the same time, there's a lot of faith involved. Yeah, I hope they know what they're doing yeah. and I hope this is going to work out for me and I hope it's going to yeah. be a prevention. Yeah, because everyone's opinion would be ever so slightly mm. different and then that their approach to the fix will be different as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> you know, um, it is said that all joints and muscles are slaves to internal organ systems. Mm. So irrespective of if it is a musculoskeletal mm. issue. Actually, actually, the driver is something else, something deeper. It's just manifesting as a knee problem. And obviously the problem isn't normally the site of the pain. So the the knee is not normally the problem. The knee is like the the end of the chain or the link that's actually kind of had to give. I would say that's probably more common than actually, oh, all of a sudden I've got a a pain in my shoulder and... Mm. 
I've, yeah, there's actually an issue in my shoulder. Mm. That that normally, you know, that's normally injury driven. So you mm. did something mm-hmm. that created that problem in there, but more often than not, mm. yeah, it's a symptom of something else. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which is what it, I guess that can be a little confusing when you go for treatment to chiropractor, osteopath, physio, anyone like that. They tend to look at the body as a yep. as a bigger thing. So you might go in with a knee problem. And they'll be looking at you a little bit more distally. So they'll look at your foot or your hip or your, and they'll kind of, they might not work on your knee. Ah, podcast get done. So, so don't, don't freak out if they're not working on the area that you walked in the problem with. Mm. Okay. Spider's web. If someone's new to treatment overall, mm. uh, is a chiropractic adjustment potentially too, um, like, invasive? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, straight up. So what would you maybe start someone on, like, acupuncture? You, yeah, I mean, you can go you can go softer. I mean, you can speak to the chiro or the, the osteopath and say, look, you know, I'm I'm nervous about treatment. Mm. <clears throat> Can you take it easy on me? Okay. They should listen. Yeah, hopefully. They should. Hopefully. They don't always. Yeah. Like we both know a chiropractor that you're getting adjusted whether or not you kind of like to or not. Mm-hmm. But and it works for some people. It's the same though. Yeah. Like actually most people's complaint of massages is like that dude was just obliterated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I've... I'm not going to say that I've not been accused of this. I've definitely been accused of, mm. I do just beat me up. Mm. Even though at the time mm. I was like, I was being gentle and mm. you didn't say anything. Like, yep. If yep. you tell me, yep. then I can back up yep. I, can, I can go easy. But if you don't say anything, yep. if you don't give me any feedback, I'm just going to do what I feel yeah, yeah. needs to yeah. happen, right? Yeah, if you don't say ow at any point, yeah. you're going to be like, this pressure is great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I've had... I've had clients come to me because they've seen other massage therapists mm. who didn't ease up even when asked to. Ooh. So the therapist has just yeah, gone, yeah. no, I need to do this to you. Like literally has said, no, I need to do it like this. That seems unethical. Yeah. Or is that the practitioner potentially not knowing another way? Uh, maybe. Sort of thing. Yeah, like- Maybe this is the only kind of method that they know. So it's yeah. a case of, well, this has to work. Yeah, this has to be the way we do it. Yeah. 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 Massage is the, the biggest complaint that I hear. Like when talking to people, they're always like, oh no, I don't do sports massages. They hurt too much. Yeah, they hurt too much. And you're like, they shouldn't. No. I mean, no. they can, but they shouldn't. Yeah, it should It should be, as I, I, I don't know if I've, I've probably said it on the podcast, but I always, I quite often say to new clients, it's like getting your back scratched. Yeah. You tell me yeah, how you yeah. want this to go. Yeah. Like I'll I'll start and I'll do what I need to do. But if you don't like how it's feeling, pussy gather what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> then then just tell me. You know, <laughs> if you don't like too much pressure, if you yeah. don't, that's fine. Yeah. If you don't like trigger point work, mm. if you prefer like deep mm. sweeping movements, mm. I'll just do that. Mm. Well, that's fine. If you just want me to work one area, yeah, I'll kind of do that. I'll mm. give you more of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think people forget that you're in charge of the treatment. Yeah, certainly with massage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, other things not so much because you got to get clicked kind of thing. Chiropractor's got to click you. There's only one way to click the joint kind of. Yeah. Mm. It's an interesting, it's an interesting topic. Mm. I think it's a, 
New Year's is always an interesting time for kind of sport and health related businesses. Yeah, big time. The massive influx of new clients and just the, the dangers that comes with that. Yeah. But um, as you started to ask your question, you were talking about, you know, people wanting to get stronger and all these kind mm. of things. Um, and I was having a chat with someone the other day about this. It was quite interesting. I'd, I'd never really, no one had made this known to me. So here is someone who's not, should we say not fit? Then They're not unfit, but they're not fit, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So they get around just fine and, mm-hmm. and get through life, no problems. But they know that they want to be a bit fitter. Yep. And they want to be stronger, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know, they know the benefits of being stronger. Mm-hmm. They, you know, have experienced the benefits of being stronger, mm-hmm. but don't manage to maintain, uh, you know, consistency. Yeah. But they hit a point, actually, where when they do the strength training, obviously they get DOMS. Mm. And DOMS makes you feel weak. Yes, it does. So, so they reach this little mental point of going, no, I, I, I want mm. to be stronger. But when I do training, mm. I feel weaker afterwards. Mm. And that makes life a little harder. Yeah, especially leg DOMS. Yeah. Well, that'll ruin a yeah. couple of days of your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you overdo it, like mm. you're fucked for a week. Mm. Like driving a car after all leg workout, oh, just some stairs, that's or just dangerous toilet. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it, it kind mm. of it's an interesting point. Mm-hmm. You know that for a lot of people, there's this little level of shit. I, I know I want to get stronger, but every time I train, I feel I feel weaker, yeah. like because my body's going to take a yeah. hit. But then, how are they measuring the strength gain? Yeah. So if it's just the perceived, oh, I feel weaker because that muscle's sore. Yeah. Like, is the muscle actually reduced in its ability to contract? Probably not. But it's probably you being like, no, that hurts. So you're probably not contracting it as much as yeah. you can. Or I mean, or. there can be neurological fatigue as well. Yeah. So if someone went to the gym and, yeah. and neurologically stuff got tired, mm. then sometimes basic function doesn't mm. kick in, right? Like, mm. as you say, you go to get up off the toilet and you're like, oh, yeah. why is nothing working? Yeah, yeah. Like if you've, if you're experienced and used to it, you're just, you just shrug it off yeah. and you're like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's more sleep. Is great. Yeah. But if you're someone who's like struggled with little injuries and niggles and stuff, like the idea of not being able mm. to get out of bed in the morning because stuff yeah. really hurts. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just going to put you off from working yeah. out again. And I guess, I guess really the only solution there is like working in technologies. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than working out all the time. Technologies. Like technologies. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But then so, most people don't know about the working in thing. Yeah. And also most people don't know that the nervous system actually plays a massive part in training. Yeah. They're just like, what? No, yeah. it's just the nervous system. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah it's yeah, just but, muscles. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like really taking it easy. You know, so if you've never been to a gym before mm. and, and it's like, yeah, we're going to do some squats. Yeah. yeah. You're going to do one set, yeah, yeah, of ten, yeah, and then you're going to see how that goes. So, like, I think record keeping mm. is essential if you've not really done any training before. Okay. Little notepad, yeah, where you can just go. Okay, I did yeah. one set of ten reps of body weight squats yeah. today, mm-hmm. and then next to that, you know, you can write post yeah. post day soreness. Yeah, like yeah. it's a ten out of ten. Yeah, I clearly overcooked it. Yeah. You know, so you can just start to monitor things a little bit. So you see what you've done. Mm. Did it create a, a, a good response or a mm. negative response? And then you can start to fine tune it just a little bit, tweak it. So are you saying it's 
it's healthy, it's acceptable to work out and not experience DOMS. Yes. Hey. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but then so many people will gauge the quality of their workout by how sore they are. Yeah, Like they the will. DOMS, they wear the DOMS like a badge of honour of like, I could hardly walk up that flight of stairs, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So healthy. <laughs> At some point, you will get DOMS because mm. of the nature of the beast and like how muscle breaks down and then is rebuilt. Yeah. Like it, that's just how it works. Yeah, yeah. But being kind of semi-disabled by your DOMS, that's yeah. probably not, it's not a very good, good idea. A- aiming for DOMS, I don't think, is a great idea. Yeah. Right? Every time you work out, yeah, aiming yeah. for DOMS, yeah. mm, probably not. No. And and people who chase DOMS tend to be people who've done. They have maybe a history of doing a lot of exercise. Mm. You know. Um, so they're more familiar with it. Mm. But I think for those people who've never really got into exercise in any way, shape or form, but want to, mm. rather than putting yourself off, you yeah. know, going to the gym all excited for a week and yeah. then going, I'm, yeah, like, it's it can't killed move. me. Yeah, it can't move. Can't, can't life. Yeah. So I'm trying to get better at life, but actually the gym is making me worse at life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember that. Like your first, I, I reckon your first if, if you're totally new to the gym, young or old, like your first six weeks should just be easy street. Go in there, take yeah. it easy, chill out, yeah. move the body a little bit, take some record, yeah. take a little notepad, make some notes. Mm. Yeah. Just go real easy, go light. Yeah. You're almost saying someone has to have a really long-term vision if they're going to start working out then. Yeah. Because all of a sudden you've just... Well, I can get shredded in six weeks and you're now telling me it's going to take six weeks before I can even really start lifting. Biggest problem with resolutions. Yeah. People join with that uh, yeah, mentality yeah. that oh, oh, I saw s- six to ten weeks, I'm going to be like yeah. half the size I am now. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. But in reality, actually, yeah. you're joining the gym now for life. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Because you're going to come in here all the time. You're going to work out and move the body and learn how to do different things and, and play and, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, that's how it should be. <laughs> Instead of, I guess, going too hard in the first six weeks and then hating life and then quitting and yeah. being like, no, yeah. I'll try again next year. As a, as a PT in a gym, mm. Feb, February, March. Mm. February, March is brilliant. Uh, okay. You don't, you leave everyone alone. They all come in in January. You just leave them alone. You're just there. Mm. You're there. You're the friendly, smiley PT mm. training his clients, but mm. you approach no one. Okay. February, March. The stickers, the people who are actually going to stick to it. Yeah. yeah. Then then you can pick clients up. Okay. Or they come to you and they go, look, I've mm. seen you around. Mm. Like Everything looks great. Everything you're doing, blah, 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 yeah. blah. But I'm not getting the success that I thought mm. I was yep. going to. Mm. Like the gym didn't deliver what I thought I was going to achieve. Yeah. That's when you pick up clients as a PT. Oh. Yeah. And it's easy. <laughs> if you can't pick up clients in, yeah. in a gym, yeah. stop. Yeah. The only problem with that is like the vulture type mentality that can happen. Like too many PTs kind of hunting for the same happen. client. Yeah. Just where, be authentic. Yeah, I know. Just be authentic. Like you, you it, want you want to help people. Yeah, it also kind of come down to gym policy as well. Yeah, because if the gym's pushing its PTs to be like, you have to sign up ten new members every month. Yeah, that's a target that I guess people are going to have to hit to keep their jobs or the perceived notion. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. So it comes down to the gym as well. But then that would be the whole environment of. Yeah, is the gym actually a good environment for you? Is everyone else happy in it? Yeah. And and the other thing is that as a PT, yeah, the kitten is making some noise. 
all the all the clattering and feedback is just podcast kid time. Um, <laughs> you, you can't know. keep saying podcast like Paul Chowdhury. You are not. <laughs> oh, I just enjoy it. Um, like give stuff away for free. Yeah. Like you know, go and help someone out. Yeah. Be genuine. Yeah. Kind of go. Look, I see you're doing that wrong. Yeah. Let me fix it. Yeah. I don't care if you're not going to come and be my yeah. client, but you're doing it wrong. I'm going to fix what you're doing. So you don't injure yourself and yeah. all those good things. Yeah. yeah. So you have a better time. I have a better time because I don't have to look at the pain yeah, I don't that have, yeah, you're exactly. putting yourself through. Yeah. I don't have to stand there going, oh my God, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's like that when I go ride a bike with like a group of people. Yeah. I can't help but notice people's oh. cycling technique. And I, it's nearly, just like, I nearly stopped someone the other day. I was behind him. His <laughs> left knee was, oh my God. So, I, I yeah, genuinely yeah. thought yeah. I need to stop him and just yeah, say, yeah. "Do you know? Yeah. Like, you might be completely aware. And yeah, I'm yeah. sorry to stop you riding. Your left knee is fucked. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. But it's it's so interesting to like ride behind someone and like their right leg, so they're right-handed. So you're probably like right leg's all good because mm. that's obviously where the bias, strength bias is mm-hmm. in the body. So mm-hmm. like right leg's great. Mm. Left leg is just like all over the shop. Knees trying to like swing outwards and stuff and you're just like oh like it hurts me looking at them yeah but we don't do unsolicited no no you can't really do no no so if someone asked then you'd be like yeah Yeah. i noticed this this and this but you can't just walk in and be like hi first time i've ever met you your cycling position sucks (laughs) there was um years and years and years and years ago um working as a pt we did we did this like weight loss program right it was good it worked like six weeks PTing, blah, blah, blah. It yeah. went really well. You told people what to eat. They didn't have to think. Perfect. Yeah. Um, we would do leaflet drops. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I've got a leaflet that's all about weight loss. Yeah. And now I'm going to just literally pick out all the chubby people. Like, I see you walking towards me. You're clearly overweight. Yeah. Have a leaflet. <laughs> that's quite uncomfortable. You, know, you don't give it to someone skinny. Why not, though? Right. Because one's if they're only skinny because they're like suffering suffering from like bulimia or yeah, something. Yeah. So yeah. I struggle with that kind of marketing and yeah, yeah so do drumming I. Drumming up business. Yeah, mm. either they want it or they don't. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, Here, take a leaflet. You look overweight. Yeah, great. I saw this great thing online where this guy was handed a leaflet, so he just signed it and gave it back to the the person. <laughs> <laughs> Who shall I make this up? To? <laughs> Great. That's he wasn't it. even famous or anything. He's yeah, just yeah. like, dosh. Yeah, you get. That's great. I don't carry a pen. I was going to say that was my first question. Is like he carries a pen with him just so he can do that. Yeah, yeah. That's worth carrying a proper pen. London thing. Yeah. yeah, that's how you deal with that. Proper marker pen as well. Mm. Sharpie. Yeah. yeah, that's a proper marker pen. Proper sharpie. Proper crap things. They're not great. They're terrible. Yeah, the bleed on them is like horrendous. They're terrible pens. They don't even smell good. No. Yeah, exactly. There's no joy in a Sharpie. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you want something where you're like using it going, <laughs> I feel high. Yeah. And you're outside like in a well-ventilated <laughs> yeah. area. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chris, you're good. Yeah, I'm great. That's why your art teachers were always like so free and yeah. easy, man. Because yeah. they would locked up all day in that room yeah. full of chemicals. Yeah. Getting completely off their tits. Yeah. Yeah, man. Or maybe they came. Yeah, maybe they came to school to get less high than they were at home. <laughs> Detox. Know. Yeah. Mad. Yeah. Oh. All those chemicals. Brilliant. Oh, detoxing—that's an interesting 
topic to touch on. Mm, especially so, this time of year. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, people Mini should be cakes. detoxing anyway. Um, oh, can you detox that out? Can you detox a bad diet like out of you? So like you've been good all year. You like you eat well, like yeah. you, you're conscious of what you're putting in your body and then Christmas fucking hits and you're just like mince pies and too much food. Yeah. How do you, can you detox that? <sighs> I don't think you can. Like the body's just going to process it. Yeah. As it normally would. Right. Yeah, your body's going to deal with it and process it over time. But only as a, you know, here's a level of damage I've put in. Yeah. And now I need to spend some time allowing the body to recover. So you can only do that with... Rest. Yeah, I don't think you can really speed it along that much. Yeah. Like, it still takes time. It's not like, yeah, Yeah. I'm going to detox for 10 days and everything will be fixed. Yeah, I guess the... Digestion process could, what, four to 30 days kind of thing. Food intolerances are kind of yeah. presentable after yeah. four to 30 days. So yeah. you like, can take up to 30 days for something to leave your body, mm. which in its own notion is crazy. It's crazy. Because you're like, no, but I went to the loop. Yeah. yeah. No, you did not. <laughs> well, you did, but it did not work. So back to the whole thing of like someone's new to this. Mm. Should a new person be detoxing? No, probably or, not. Well, just let the body deal with whatever the body's yeah, putting back I mean, into you, itself. You probably want to make some changes to... More water. Live, yeah. That would probably like be the sim- biggest thing. Simplify things, yeah. yeah. Yeah, start to consume good, clean drinking water consistently. Mm. Get good sleep. Mm. Like That's the man, that's these two, key. These two are that's massive. The yeah, yeah. And the consistency aspect is key. Yeah, yeah. also as big. Yeah. yeah. You can't just hydrate one day and then go three days without water. Like yeah. you're hydrating every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there an optimum? I know there is. Well, apparently there is. Is there an optimum time for someone to work out? Like time of the day based on circadian rhythms and stuff. Yeah. So like I looked into it and it was like, I think you're more endurance in the morning, but you're stronger in the evenings. But it'll be person dependent it, and it mentally. Is. And like, there's so many factors that would influence your performance. Yeah. So many factors. And, and not enough. Most of us don't live a life that actually allows you yeah. to work out when you want to work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't be like, ah, oh, 11 o'clock is like my peak window. Yeah. And you structure your day around guess that. what? Yeah, it's life. You're at work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or like a kid needs to get dropped off at somewhere or you're going to the dentist or yeah, something. Like, yeah. Right I mean, I'd, I'd probably say you'd need to be cautious with hard exercise in the evening. Okay. Just because it's it's a big amount of stimulus mm. when your body's trying to shut down. Mm-hmm. Like not shut down, obviously. You're not dying. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully you're not dying. No. That's one too many. You're trying to go to ice. sleep though. Your body's right. trying, trying to go to sleep. Yeah, so your body's trying to head into a mm. repair process, a sleep mm. process, a rest process. So if you're stimulating with lots of hard exercise, that may be counterproductive mm. in the long run. Okay. How late would you say? Sundown. Like you probably wouldn't want to do much after sundown. Like nothing too intense. Yeah, but so would that actually then follow how the sun... Yeah. So like kind of... Yeah, now... No. This time of year, five o'clock. Yeah. No strenuous exercise after mm. five o'clock. No, not so much. But we're good if the sun's still up. I still mean, up. if we didn't have these lights on, we'd be snoring right now. My body wants to. This yeah. this year is the first year that I've really noticed it where like it will get dark and then all of a sudden my body's like, hey, it's bedtime. Yeah. First year I've ever noticed it. It's so, really yeah, interesting. I, I, I would say you want to be cautious with intense okay. exercise. Okay. But then I guess you wouldn't, winter's not really the time of year when you would be intense with the body anyway. No. Because 
sunlight and all these yeah. magical things. Yeah. Another great reason why you can take it easy in mm. the gym. Like just build the habit of going to the gym at the same time yeah. each each and every day or, or whatever you're going to do. Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah, I, I am definitely like 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah, mine's sort of like 9.30, 10. I love a bit of exercise around 9.30, 10. Yeah. Mm. Like if I go for a bike ride, that's like the preferred time. Mm. If I work out, that's like the preferred time. Because mm. then by the time you're done, you're like, oh, it's kind of lunchtime. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're kind of still full from breakfast. It's not quite lunchtime, but by the time you're done, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Always, there's there's always other stuff to do as well. Mm. Like later in the day, you're like, I don't know, my head gets mm. busier. Mm. So, yeah, I like to get it done earlier. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's kind of what I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Just preparing the good people for the year to come, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, just start making start making some simple changes and be consistent. Mm. Consistency is the biggest Consistency, thing. yeah. Consistency and forgiveness. So when you do mm. fuck up mm. and you don't get to the gym when you said you were going to, yeah. don't panic, just yeah. go tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day. Or, or you know... Fuck, I didn't go last week. That's all right. Mm. Go tomorrow. Yeah. Or or go now. Mm. Yeah. Depending on the time. The past is come and gone. You can only influence the future. So think about it that way rather than what you've missed out on. Think about how you can then make sure you don't miss out on it again. Yeah. 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 Implement some. And if it turns out, you know, that actually getting to the gym uh, is too much of a time commitment. Like you didn't think it would be too much Mm. of an issue when you signed up and when Mm. you started going but actually it starts to turn out to be a pain in the arse, mm-hmm. then then you need to find a different solution. Yeah. And there's so many out there. Try a sport. Yes, so many out yeah. there. Yeah. Like equipment-free mm-hmm. exercising is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just need to research and explore. and Yeah. But also the body is so smart in its own kind of way. Yeah. It's actually just, just roll around on the floor for a bit and see what hurts. Yeah. It's hard to work out at home because there's too many distractions. Yeah. So if you can dedicate a space, yeah. great. But yeah. It's why, I mean, it's why gyms work, right? Because mm. you're, you're, you're going to a specific mm-hmm. place that is literally all it's designed for. Mm. It's not designed for anything else. Yeah, you, can't, you don't go mm, there and do the ironing. No. Or do you know what I mean? Mm. You go there to work out. Yeah. And while you're working out, you're not staring at your pile of ironing, being like, oh, I could be ironing. Yeah. 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 Or I need to. And stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, try and get a space. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's cool. <laughs> that's good, man. That's good. Well, it's too late for a coffee. Yeah. What the we hell? got decaf. What the hell are we going to do? Uh, water. No. Oh. <laughs> Um, I think I've got some alcohol-free beer. No, come on. Sense me. Sense me, son. Uh, I've got some Amarula. Pussycat, what you doing? Um, I don't know, man. We've got to go to your house and drink the beer that you've got. Way too much beer. I don't know what happened. I think I forgot how much I ordered for Christmas. And then it slowly started to turn up. Like that. Oh, oh, there's more beer turned up. Oh, damn. And the advent calendar. The, that, the advent calendar. That was a daily gift of more beer. I, I couldn't keep up. 
I still haven't like twenty five days. Yeah, because they actually gave you one on Christmas Day. Oh, nice. Because who doesn't want a bigger one? Who doesn't want to drink beer on Christmas Day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was bigger. Yeah, you can start as soon as you wake up because it's Christmas. Happy days. Yeah, but yeah, I still haven't finished the Advent calendar. Bloody hell! Yeah, because I can't drink every day. You do try during during Christmas. You do. Yeah, you do try. I mean, look at the size of me. What's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it going to get that? <laughs> I don't agree, man. Well, it's either that or it's like it's I a, don't know. It's a thick jumper. Oh right. Okay. And the beard's got heavier. Beard's thinner, right? Yeah. Yeah, the trim. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me feel like I've lost weight. It's quite a trim on that beard. Actually. It wasn't bad actually. Yeah. I quite liked it. I um, no, I was thinking chai tea. I chai tea. Oh yeah, we can do some chai tea. Yeah, that stuff's amazing. It is From actually the chai guys. The chai guys. Yeah. I. I actually interestingly prefer the, not the masala, the other stuff, the kadak, I think it's called. Okay. I think that's a nicer, nicer tea. Yeah. It's, it's the best chai tea I've ever had. It's amazing. It's so fragrant mm. and spassy. Not in a bad way. Yeah, not in a bad way. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's delicious. Oh, it's amazing. Okay, we'll go make some of that. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go.